Food Buffs! I'm your host, Lillian Yang, and you are listening to Food Nonfiction, the incredible true stories behind food. This is the incredible true story behind the cheesy, crunchy dish that everyone loves, nachos. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. Hi, I'm Sandra Nickel, and I'm the author of Nachos Nachos, the story behind the world's favorite snack. Six years ago, Sandra was making nachos when she started wondering how nachos were invented. That led her to embark on a journey to uncover the history of nachos. Six years ago, I was, I was making nachos and I thought to myself, hmm, where did these come from? I wonder, I wonder who invented these. I hopped online and I discovered that Ignacio Anaya was the inventor. It turns out that Nacho is a common nickname for people named Ignacio. When Ignacio Anaya invented his snack, originally made with only corn tortillas, cheese, and pickled jalapeno peppers, it took on his nickname and was called Nacho's Special. More on that later. It was unbelievable to me that I didn't know my favorite snack was created by a man whose nickname was Nacho. When I realized that this culinary hero had mostly been forgotten, I decided to do whatever I could do to tell the world about his story. While it's widely agreed upon that Ignacio Anaya invented nachos, there's a bit more discussion about where he invented it and who he invented it for. After reading everything that I could find on the internet, I discovered no one agreed on the story. Some people said Nacho invented his famous dish while working at a restaurant named the Victory Club. It's in Piedras Negras, Coahuila, Mexico. It's right across the Rio Grande from Eco Pass, Texas. But others said nachos were invented in the Moderno. And still others said it was Mark Crosby's in Ciudad Acuna. As for whom nachos were invented, accounts ranged from four women from Eco Pass, to a group of American soldiers, to 12 U.S. military wives. People only agreed on one fact. Nacho Anaya was the inventor. I needed to find a way to the heart of the story. So I started searching for Nacho's family. Sandra found the descendants of the three main people involved in the creation of Nacho's. And she heard the story of Ignacio Anaya and his Nacho's special directly from them. These three people were Luis Anaya, the grandson of the person who invented nachos, Patricia Finan de la Santos, the granddaughter of the customer that nachos were first created for, and Rodolfo de la Santos Jr., the son of the person who owned the restaurant where nachos were invented. I made contact with everyone, agreed on a date to visit, and headed down to the border of the Rio Grande. Unfortunately, Luis's work schedule changed the last minute, and we weren't able to meet face-to-face, but he answered all of my many, many questions during a long, long email exchange. I did, however, get to meet Rodolfo de los Santos Jr., the son of the owner of the Victory Club and the Moderno. And, by a twist of fate, he is married to Patricia Finan de los Santos, Mamie Finan's granddaughter. The Nacho Fest folks showed me how to make the original nachos and told their version of the story. Patty shared photographs of Mamie and told me her version of the story. Rodolfo Jr. shared photographs of his father and the Victory Club and told his version of the story, including how he was there when President Lyndon B. Johnson sampled nachos. 
So, food buffs, thanks to Sandra's incredible research, this is what we know about the day that nachos were invented. One afternoon in 1940, four women, including Mamie Finan, crossed the International Bridge from Eagle Pass, Texas to Piedras Negras Cojuira. They walked into the Victory Club. Mamie was a regular there, and they all knew Nacho and Naya. Mamie told her granddaughter, Patty, that the women wanted a new snack for a shower they were planning. They specifically went to the Victory Club to ask Nacho for his ideas. Nacho's account, on the other hand, doesn't mention a party or a shower. What he knew is that they wanted a new snack, and they were tired of the usual ones, and they asked if he could bring them something new. Now, everyone says what a fabulous person Nacho was. Friendly, generous, always willing to go out of his way to make people happy. So he agreed. He smiled and he headed to the kitchen. The truth is, Nacho had no idea what he was going to make. He told one reporter, I went into the kitchen, looked around and started groping for an idea. Then he spotted a bowl of freshly fried pieces of corn tortilla, what they call totopas in Mexico. He immediately had the idea to add cheese. And when he was sprinkling the cheese over the tortilla pieces, he thought of topping it with jalapeno strips. Then he put it all in the oven so the cheese would melt. When Nacho carried a platter of his new snacks out to Mamie and her friends, the snack was an immediate hit. The women asked for more, and when Nacho brought out a second batch, Mamie asked, what do you call these snacks? In a lightning flash of inspiration, a flash that has added the word nachos to the menus and dictionaries all around the world, Nacho replied, well, I guess we can just call them nachos special. Some articles on the history of nachos write the original name of nachos in Spanish. So that would be nachos especiales instead of in English, which is nachos special. It might make sense to use a Spanish name for a dish invented in Mexico, but considering the origin story of nachos, it's perhaps more likely that the original name was in English because it was a dish created for Mamie Finan, who was an American. There's also further evidence that nachos were indeed named in English. Do you know what? I always thought that maybe he called it nachos especiales, but I discovered um, an advertisement for nachos restaurant, which he opened later, which we can talk more about later on. But I ran across an advertisement proudly declaring nachos restaurant as La Casa del Nacho Special. It, he doesn't say La Casa del Nachos Especiales. He says La Casa del Nacho Special. And, and it's for this reason in the book, we really, with the editor, we debated, should we call it Nachos Especiales? Because some of the newspaper accounts say that. But when I saw this, when I saw this advertisement, which was written by Nacho himself, I was like, okay. I love the detective work that you put into that. <laughs> uh, I, I was on a mission. I was on a mission. You know, when you write for kids, you feel like you really have to search hard for the truth. Since they were invented, nachos were an instant hit. The day after Ignacio made them for Mamie Finan and her friends, all the waiters crowded around him to ask him what nachos special was because customers were asking for it. It was put onto the menu of the Victory Club and even the other restaurants that Rodolfo de los Santos owned. The Victory Club, where nachos were born, was closed down in 1961. Because of the amount of traffic that passed over the International Bridge, Piedras Negras took on the title of Puerta de México, so 
Mexico's gateway. And as part of its branding, it tore down the Victory Club to create a, this plaza that's like a big welcoming plaza right on the other side of the International Bridge. And, and when the Nacho Fest people came and picked me up, we came and we looked and, and it was really part of a, a beautification movement also that they made this and there are palm trees there and a big sign that says Piedras Negras. Um, and so the Victory Club closed in 1961. And when it did, Nacho decided to open his own restaurant. And at this time, then, Rodolfo Sr. gave him kitchen equipment as a way to say thank you for everything that Nacho had done for him and for the Victory Club. Nacho named his new restaurant after himself, Nacho's Restaurant. I ran across the advertisement I told you about, the one that says La Casa del Nacho's. And the restaurant had music and an outside terrace for dancing, but it was also designed for families. In the ad advertisement, it says all families, it's a family restaurant. And I think that's because Nacho was such a big family man himself. He, he loved having his family around and he wanted people to come with their families. When Ignacio Anaya later reflected back on his inspiration for the melted cheese on nachos, he noted that his foster mother had often made him quesadillas. And that is where the inspiration came from. Today, Ignacio Anaya is remembered as a generous family man. He and his wife had nine children, and he loved spending time with them. I must also say, Nacho was, he was a handsome dresser. In every photo I've seen, he's wearing a button-down shirt, and in all but one, even when he was out fishing, he was wearing a tie. If you ever see a photo on the internet of someone wearing sombrero, this is definitely not him. In fact, most of the photos on the internet that claim to be Nacho are not him. The Google Doodle that came out in 2019 looks nothing like him. Someone even made a statue that is not him. The correct picture, the one Luis Sanaya supplied for Wikipedia, is in black and white, a little sepia maybe, and he is looking quite serious for the congenial person he really was. Nacho passed away at the age of 79. And after he died, Pietras Negras named a street after him. And they hold this amazing um, three-day nacho fest every year. And maybe also in honor of nacho, it's, it's a big fest for families. There's, there's you know, um, uh, Ferris wheels and um, carousels, and, and they make the world's biggest nacho, and they have a jalapeno eating contest, and music, and it's, it's fun, it's super lively. Um, I was supposed to go this year, but because of what's going on in our world, um, it's not happening, and so I won't be going this year. Um, but I hope to. I hope to go very soon, as soon as maybe next year if we can. So, there you have it. The incredible true story of nachos. I recommend anyone to pick up a copy of Sandra's fantastic children's book titled Nachos Nachos, the story behind the world's favorite snack. The pictures in the book are modeled after the many photos that Sandra collected. And the illustrator even used some of the poses seen in the actual photos of the people in this story. Thanks, food buffs, for always being so patient as you wait for new episodes. Things are getting really busy these days. I got a new puppy and started a new job. My puppy is currently three months old, and he is named Roscoe after a chicken and waffles restaurant. Anyhow, today is International Nachos Day, so go out there and enjoy some nachos.